Ladies and gentlemen of the Lodge, thank you for tuning in to episode 28 with the return of Scott Castellano. Scott is a sports journalist who runs the website TheEndOfTheBench.com, where you can get a fan's take on the world of sports. Join us as we discuss Major League Baseball, the NBA playoffs, vegans, and Conor McGregor. But first, enjoy a quick word from our sponsor, and we'll be on our way. Okay, in three, two, one. Welcome back, Scott Castellano. What's up, dude? The sequel. The sequel. The I, sequel. I was actually kind of thrown off. I thought we were going to hear the intro music in here. No. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why is Landy counting like nothing's happened yet? <laughs> That's something we fix in post. Uh, but right, yeah, what, you. would you I like that? You. Do you think I should do that? Do you think the guests should jam out to the intro music yeah. to every episode? Yeah, dude. Take yeah. those thirty seconds and kind of jam yeah, out. Yeah, like a little, a little mini speaker right here, and just you know, Can I put it right there. Put it right on there, top of the stone. Yeah, with the with a sponsor's logo on the back, you'd be all set. Anchor, anchor. Yeah. Yes, yes. I don't. We don't do that before mm. the podcast either. No. That that's just that's mm. another post thing. We fix that in post. I'm learning. I'm, You're learning. All I do is make the content. I don't put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> we can do an ad read for Anchor if you want. No, I'm good. You good? Okay. okay. <laughs> Anchor. But uh, anyway, you just brought up the Yankees are up one to nothing. You're wearing yep. this Yankee shirt. Yep. What do you think? We're what? Maybe two weeks into the season. Yep. How do you feel about the Yanks? Um, you know, I'm nervous because I know it's too early to be worried. So I'm I'm nervous of how bad it has to get before I actually am able to be worried. Well, what's their record the right now? Not good. Not good. I don't, I, it's sub five hundred. Sub okay. I'm man. I, I'm as long as I can remember though. I feel like you guys are always trash in April. I feel like the Yang New York Yankees are always absolute garbage in April. Yeah, but I mean, what concerns me is like besides the injury bug, because there's really not much you can do about that. It's just the same shit, different year. Like we still can't hit with runners in scoring position. We still make stupid plays in the field. We still suck on the bases. Yo, I don't. But like, here's my thing: you say all those things, Scott, but you guys almost won a hundred games last year. We did you win hundred under- games last year. You went. You, you won a hundred. Yeah. Oh shit! I thought you won like ninety eight. No. But anyway, you have to understand how absurd you sound to a Mets fan right here when you when you sit in this chair and you're like, "Man, it's the same shit, different year. We can't hit. We can't score. Just bleh. And it's just like, dude, like, I'll take those problems. I'll take the New York Yankees version of all oh, we can't hit. Yeah, dude. Like it's it's champagne problems for sure, but it's like. <laughs> It's like sometimes like when I turn on MLB Network in the morning and I watch like Quick Pitch, which is essentially like Sports Center for the MLB Network, and you see like all these highlights of other teams is like they're getting runs in, they're just roping doubles in the gap, hitting nice little singles, and the Yankees are up there fucking swinging their dicks off trying to hit a home see, run. I feel like I feel like, like I just is... I just need someone to be like you know what Scott, I'm gonna hit you an RBI single right here. That's all I want from this team. I feel like you're suffering from the same thing that people suffer from on social media, where you're on social media, so you see the highlight reel for everybody else. Yeah, and you're just like on the social media of sports. You see the Brewers highlight reel, you see the exactly. Red Sox highlight reel, and you're feeling bad about yourself as a new york yankee but scott you're just fine like the yankees are gonna be fine I you're know. gonna make the playoffs you're oh. gonna be good once the month of april is over 
Yeah, like yeah, we got CC back starting on. Uh, he's starting on Saturday. Is this CC's last year? CC's last year. CC's one, this, one last ride. The Sabathia Tour. Yep. He's missing his first start. I was hoping he'd come back on Friday when I'm there, but he's not. Well, who are you seeing Friday night? Uh, it's scheduled to be Hap. Hap. Yeah. Wow. So I'm seeing Hap versus uh, Gioito, who the White Sox got from the Nationals, and it's Bernie Williams Bobblehead Day. So sweet. You know that's wait. That's is he gonna good... perform? Uh, I, I know he comes back and plays some like mini concerts. For yeah, the Yankees, I don't. Right? I don't know what he's gonna do. I know whenever they have a bobblehead day, the player is there. So I know he's gonna be there. Whether he'll throw a first pitch, I kind of <laughs> hope he sings the national anthem. That'd be oh, he would play it on the guitar. Yeah, that'd be fucking that'd sweet. Be, that'd be kind of cool. Uh, God, I'd pay just to see and that. And then he throws out first pitch, like, with the guitar still in his hand. Like, that, that's what... <laughs> Axe in hand. Yeah, like, that's... Just throwing it. That's what I kind of want to see. Um, I hope you get it. Yeah. I loved Bernie. Bernie was one of... Like, as a Mets fan, Bernie Williams was one of my favorite Yankees growing I, up. I feel like Bernie I like Tim and Tino is, the most. Yeah, I feel like Bernie's, like, everyone's favorite Yankee if you weren't, like, a Yankee fan. Well, because he's, he, he's he was, one of mine, too. He was so. humble. He was an all-around player. He was a good guy. It helps that he's a great musician. Uh, I love Tino because, like, Tino didn't take shit. Yeah. Like, not in the Paul O'Neill type of way because Paul O'Neill used to just break <laughs> oh, shit yeah. and throw shit around. Tino was, like, cool until you threw a pitch at him. Yeah. It's like, and once you threw the pitch at him, that was it. You got a new Tino. Yeah. And Bernie's, like, the forgotten Yankee. Like, he's not included in the core four, even though, like, it really he should was be really there. Yeah. the something five, whatever they want to call it. He was a gold glover, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. I think he, I mean, he's I think one of the best playoff hitters of all time. He's... An amazing Yankee, so I, I mean, I'm thrilled um, that I'm going to get his bobblehead. I mean, as stupid as that sounds, but you know. Well, I mean, lucky <laughs> you, you got to go to Bernie Williams bobblehead day. I went to Todd Frazier WWE belt I, bobblehead dude, when day. When I saw that that was the giveaway you guys got at game two, I was, I was like, "Are you kidding?" I was blown. I was blown away. I was like, "Wendy's so fucking." I was so. Right dude, I was so. I was like, "We gotta get the bobbleheads." I was like, "I don't give a shit." I left mine. I left it in the stadium, and I was like, "Damn, Charlotte's definitely so excited because she loves those giveaways." <laughs> yeah. And I just picture Wendy there, like arms folded, like I want to go home. I don't care. <laughs> well, dude, it's game two. We got so many guys on this team. You're gonna tell me game two, the first Saturday of the year, you're giving away Todd Frazier bobbleheads? It could have been something like uh, Noah, Degrom, Matt, Wheeler, Nimmo. Conforto, how many other fucking names that are more relevant than Todd Frazier do I need to throw out? You could have got like, even a little bonus like David Wright bobblehead, like one last Why not? One last one. Ooh, Why Jeff, not? Jeff McNeil action, that would have been... I don't want to say <laughs> Jeff McNeil because nice. I love Jeff McNeil, but yeah, Jeff McNeil action would have been nice. Um, He's my favorite Met. How could right he now. not be? He's my favorite Met. Level swing, he, no, hits no, the no, all see, fields. See, this is it. I don't even know what he looks like. <laughs> but he's my favorite Met. I have him on on my fantasy team. All my friends who are Met fans talk about him and fucking rave about this guy. He's the best. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I need a player. I got him for a dollar in my auction draft, and it's like, it's the greatest thing. See, ever. the thing. One of the reasons why I think I hate Todd Frazier so much is because I am petrified that once Todd Frazier comes and Jed Lowry come back, yeah. Jeff McNeil's gonna ride the bench. But McNeil and I will play. flip it. But he could play other positions besides. He third can play and... third. He can play left. He can play second. Yeah. He's, he's a versatile guy. One of the reasons I fucking like him. But it's like he should be get. They, he should be earning a spot. Like we should be picking a spot from the field, whether it's third or left, and be like, "This is your spot to earn. Hold yeah. it down." But we just keep 
plugging him wherever we need him. And I just don't see any way that well, can end well. That's how baseball and people love those all-around utility guys like the Ben Zobris. I mean, the Yankees were supposed mm-hmm. to be able to do with DJ LeMahieu, but then injuries happened. Um, who else? There's, uh, I mean, Brock Holt on the Red Sox is the same yeah. thing. I mean, he wasn't really an everyday player. He wasn't like an everyday utility player, and he was a huge part of winning the World Series. So, I mean, even if Jack McNeil isn't playing every day. No, Scott, he's playing every day. I'm just saying, like, he's, <laughs> he will still have a large role. I mean, baseball, they love to rest people. Like, he'll still play probably, like, four games a week, even if he's not. Absolutely. You know, so. Everything you're saying is what. Be, every, everything you're saying. There. Everything you're saying is what everybody kept saying to me at the tailgate last week. And I didn't listen. Because he well, didn't play. He didn't well, play on Tom Frazier. You should, you should like listen to Pat. I shouldn't listen to Pat. <laughs> you should listen to Pat. You absolutely should. I, I I do my best to listen to Pat when I can. Yeah, when it's convenient. When it's convenient. Yeah, when, it, when it fits your mind frame, you'll you'll listen to. Pat. Sometimes it's fun to fight Pat. <laughs> Sometimes it's fun to fight. That's with true. Pat a he gets bit. all like red faced and gets really angry. So it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, hope you're listening, Pat. <laughs> we love you, but also fuck you. Uh, speaking of which, Pat. Yeah. What a tear he went on for end of the bench, dude! What a tear! Pat. All right, so he's oh, so we ripped him. Now he, he's going to get his praise. Let's give him a pat on the back. So yes. <laughs> so when so I approached Pat to do what he did with um. If you guys don't know, he wrote a huge piece on every single team going into the baseball season, uh, breaking them down, projected lineups, bullpen, key bench pieces, starting rotation, the whole nine. Um, I told him like, look, I'm, I'm going to do this, but I know that you would have like so much fun doing it. So if you want to do it, like it's all yours, like just let me know. And he's like, yeah, no, absolutely. That's going to be awesome. I didn't know he was going to do everything he did. I thought he was going to give me like a team, like, you know, a couple paragraphs, be like, this team will suck. This team will be good. Like something he like what he, he did, really went in. What no, he, he did really blew went in me depth. away, and I mean he he sent me everything like in like one word document as a division, and it was like six pages. I'm like Pat, I can't like I can't post like <laughs> six fucking pages. So I like what had, you guys did. You broke them up. Well, we had the articles. audible because I'm like yeah. I post six pages. Like I mean, first of all, like, I don't know if anyone's gonna read it anyway, but they're definitely not gonna read six, six pages. pages. <laughs> like that's <laughs> not gonna happen. So I'll trick them into reading six pages, and I mean, hopefully it worked. Um, I mean, if you haven't read what Pat did, uh, head over to the site and check it out. It's all there. Um, it's really exceptional work. And I mean, he deserves all the reads and all the praise that he can get for it. Absolutely. And, you know, when he went on that tear, as the guy who collects your website analytics, when, <laughs> when he was on that tear, your guy's numbers were up. Yeah, we were you know, killing it. People I were even, paying I attention. I told him that, too. Yeah. I only told him once, though. I didn't want him to get, Don't. like, too, you know, ego-driven. You know, ego driven there. Well, let's hope he doesn't fucking hear this. Nah, he's going he's gonna to hear it. He's a good friend. He's going to listen to you. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Thanks, Pat. <laughs> we love you, Pat. But speaking of which, you just dropped a uh, an uh, article today. Uh, Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson's out. The magic is gone. The magic is gone. So what do you think? You think that's a good move for the if Somebody had to go after this season, right? Well, yeah. I mean, he left on his own, so it's not even, uh, you know, they didn't tell him to go. He just said, I'm He's just leaving. tired. You know, what? you think it's a personality thing? Yeah. I you mean, LeBron's too big a personality thing No, I don't handle? think it has anything to do with LeBron, anything to do with, with anything like that. Um, I think, and even he said it, like, he preferred to be, like, a mentor, like, outside like big brother sort of figure to these players and when he's in the president of a basketball operations role that he was in he can't do that because then it's tampering or it's like he's everything like cleared and he was like you know it just it wasn't fun for him and like i I really 
like I was very sarcastic with what I wrote in the article about all his, you know, quote unquote accomplishments that I deemed as failures. Um, but I mean, it's really, it was really cool to be, for him to be like, you know, like, I'm just not like, this isn't me and I, I'm I, just gonna, and I'm going to own it and I'm going to walk away. So, so you think he's going to do the same thing with the Dodgers? I think he's going to sell his, his portion of the team? No, because I don't <laughs> think he's involved really yeah, with yeah, the Dodgers. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I don't, I think he'll definitely keep that. No, good for him. He gave it a shot. It wasn't him. He no. doesn't want to be one of the big suits. No, I mean... In, and maybe he does in baseball because he doesn't have a personal like relationship with the sport. Yeah. But as it's from what you're saying, it sounds to me like when it comes to basketball, he always wants his relationship to be more on the court, less in the box. Yeah, because he's, he's Magic Johnson. He's Magic he's fucking Johnson. He's one of the Johnson. best players to ever play. So what do you think, man? You think you think he's really got age or you think he's lying to us? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume he's not lying. He's not lying. You know, why would you lie? <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. Like, shouldn't he be dead by now? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to really, step on Magic's no, feet? not really. Uh, I mean, he, he just lost a job. Not that he's you know starving for cash or anything, but you know I don't want to. I'd love to. I'd love to like be that. able to. I'd love to be able to lose a job the way Magic Johnson could lose a job. Um, <laughs> just call your own press con. Don't even tell your boss. Just call your own press con. Like I'm out. Oh, okay. It's not like I oh, can keep the Seferts check. I'm worth yeah. fucking millions. Like literally everyone in the basketball world that I follow on Twitter is like, no one saw this coming. And like you know, like when when Woj from ESPN is shocked, like it's it's a real shock because he knows everything before you even before Magic Johnson knew he was going to resign. Woj would know he's going to resign. So what do you think this means for the Lakers moving forward? Do you uh, think well, this the, do you think this hurts them like in, as a more in a morale sense or no? I mean they they said that they're going to keep their GM. Um, I mean of course they have to come out and say that anyway. Of course. So like, what does that really mean? We'll never we won't know for a while, but um. I don't think it's going to hurt the morale of the team. I mean, the season is is over. Uh, the regular, the last game, the last day of the regular season is today. Um, I don't know if the Lakers are playing. I think they may have ended last night. No, Lakers are not. Yeah, yeah, I think they're done. Think well, they're yeah, yeah, no, they're yeah. not making the playoffs yeah. at all. But I think they play like their last. They already played their last regular season game. If not, then they played it tonight on Tuesday. By the time people listen, they already played. So, did you know? Like, what were we? Were we? I think we were in middle school mm-hmm. the last time LeBron James wasn't in the playoffs. It was uh, two thousand and five. Two thousand five. I, I think, think that was my freshman year of high school. So, actually. like, Instagram wasn't a thing. Twitter wasn't <laughs> a thing. Facebook was probably still for just oh, college kids. Oh my god, there was no 4G, 5G. No, yeah, no, like smartphones. I don't, I don't even think we had smartphones yet. Uh, in 2005, like the Blackberry. Maybe. Yeah, we had Blackberries. We definitely um, had Blackberries. There, yeah, there was like a whole article about like what was like the last time LeBron missed the playoffs. The world what was the world like this. Like. like, yeah, it literally was a different <laughs> world. It was before the financial crisis. For fuck's sake. Yeah, I mean, it's it's incredible. It's incredible. The, you think the he's going he back? You think he makes it back to the playoffs? To the playoffs? Or you think this is no? He'll, yeah, he'll make it back to the playoffs with the Lakers. Yeah, I mean he's signed a four-year deal. There's no way that they're gonna trade him, and I don't think he's gonna retire early. Maybe uh, he'll come to the Knicks. No, but I think that, <laughs> no. <laughs> After the four years, is he'll be he'll definitely retire to four years already. Like you 37. think so? You think after these four years, LeBron's gonna up and walk away? Yeah, he's already like thirty six, thirty seven years old, which is like a hundred and fifty in basketball years. But... Yeah, especially his basketball years. I mean, he's made the playoffs fourteen straight years. So, but that's... he's also a freak in nature. Yeah, like, I... you saw it even this year. He started to break down a little bit this year. 
A little bit, but you don't think, I mean, you know, it's funny, I was about to say, you don't think that's from lack of a supportive cast? And then I just thought about his whole career, and I was like, wait, he's, he's really never had a, I don't want to say he's never really had a supporting no, cast, I mean, but most of his years, he played on pretty <clears throat> subpar rosters. Yeah, I mean, outside of, like, having Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh in Miami, um, I The year when he had Kyrie and Yeah, Kyrie and Kevin Love, that was a good supporting cast for a year, because, mm-hmm. I mean, then he got tired of Kevin Love. Um, there's the supporting cast he has right now has the most potential. I mean, if Lonzo Paul can ever stay healthy for a full year, um, hopefully Brandon Ingram gets his, um, health situation figured out because he has a blood clot. Um, I think it's on his shoulder. Am I crazy or do basketball players get blood clots? Like, I don't want to say regularly, but like, I feel like of all the athletes getting blood clots, I hear about them the most. I don't know if it's regularly, but I mean, you may, you may, the wrong word, you may think that because Chris Bosch's career ended because of a blood clot because he just wasn't able to, I mean, his, some of his doctors cleared him, but like teams just didn't want to touch him. Touch like, him yeah. I mean, just, you know, save the player at that point. <coughs> and then Kuzma on the Lakers is good. I mean, they have a good cast. I mean, the problem is Matt Johnson wanted to trade them all for Anthony Davis. Um... <laughs> So, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? Who do you got in the NBA playoffs? What do you think the finals East-West is going to be? Well, I mean, the Warriors um, are definitely the obvious pick in the West. Um, I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a hot take on the Western oh! Conference playoffs. Oh! The Warriors will not make the NBA finals. You heard it here. Yeah. You heard it here. Yeah. Um, fuck. The Warriors. That's, that's bad because I'm going to write a whole playoff not. preview for the site too. And um, mm, you know what? You're going to take it back? No, I can't take it back. You're getting I, us too late. I can't take it back. But it's in the, the seating The seating isn't complete yet, so I may end up regretting what I said, but I'm not going to take it back. I'm not going to take it back. Who's going to make it? The Rockets will make I it. I want the, the fucking Rockets, Rockets make to make it so I think, bad. I think um, this year is really... I'm a big believer in storylines. Like I think Virginia won uh, March Madness because of the huge storyline that they had, losing to UMBC last year. How did I do in that pick I didn't even look uh, at you, it. You, you, do, uh, you, you, didn't, you didn't do good. I didn't do too well? No, no. You, I didn't even look at you it. You picked your favorites every yep. game. Yeah, I just picked I, the favorite every yeah, game. Yeah, no, you did not. I don't know shit about college <laughs> basketball. You're just like, I made this bracket. I was like, I'm good. Yeah, no, you did not. You did not do well. My friend Rob won. And he won another bracket group that we're in together too. So he—he's a sicko. He—he he won a lot of money. I'm not going to share because you know you know you know I don't want to do that. But he definitely won a lot of money. He just this, caked. Yeah, he caked. And he probably just got that tax return. <laughs> yeah. yeah there you go, Rob. He's definitely doing good. Um, what, what was the question? That you <laughs> what was the question? I don't know. Um, we we're talking about basketball. Oh, oh, the, oh yeah. So the I'm Rockets, a big believer yeah. in storylines. I just think that. The run James Harden has had this year in the NBA, I think it's just it's time for him to take that step in the playoffs. And I think that I think they can score with Golden State. They can't stop Golden State because no one can stop Golden State but themselves. But I think that he and Chris Paul, if he's healthy and their supporting cast, will create enough problems for them. And and they'll win in in seven games. I mean, last year they took him to seven games, and it took a historically bad night shooting from three for the Warriors to win because the Rockets were like zero of twenty eight. Yeah, I remember that. that and they were still kind of up at and they were still up at half. So you so, got the Rockets beating the Warriors in seven games in the Western Conference Finals. 
And in the finals, they'll face... Um, I'm going to go with the Raptors, even though I'm a Celtics fan. You're a Celtics um, fan? I am a Celtics fan. Marcus Smart, he's going to miss the first two rounds with a torn oblique that just came out today. So that's going to be absolutely terrible for this team. So um, I have to I have to interrupt your little analysis yep. here because it's great. Yeah, I, I almost or anything. I, <laughs> I almost see a little eye to eye with you here because like I'm a Mets fan who loves the Eagles and now you're a yeah. Yankees fan who loves the Celtics. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm Irish. S- sidebar. Is that it? Is yeah. that really it? Yeah. You, yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. I mean, you're just weird. I'm an American. I, okay. Philadelphia is the birth of our nation. Okay. That's fair. Eagles. That's fine. He could have that opinion. That's. <laughs> <laughs> you could be a Patriot fan. The Patriots. Mm, nah, no. nah. Too uh, too much seafood in New England. I like the fried food in Philly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so coming from someone who orders soup and tomatoes and mozzarella at the bar. It's a palate cleanser, <laughs> Scott. It's a palate cleanser. You're making it sound like that's the only thing I eat. No, I, mean... I go wings, then I go soup, fresh tomato and mozz, and then I cap it off with a quesadilla or a burger. Yeah, I mean, you went a little light this year, though. I did go lighter this I year. I think because you brought Charlotte more. I think she she held you back a little with, with your calorie intake. A little bit. Which is good. I mean, because there were days bit. last year I was very concerned about your health after you left Dude, New Virginia. Dude, I would down, like, <laughs> what, maybe like 3,000 calories Oh my God. a fucking day there. But it was a sweet. We played softball that day. I know. That's the thing. I just don't eat. I play softball. I go to the fucking bar and fill up. It's my Sunday. It's my cheat day, bro. All the days I eat fruits and nuts at my fucking desk at work, it leads to Sunday, which is filled with softball and grease, Scott. And I 100% agree with that approach. I'm just saying. Yes. It was a little excessive. It was, dude. It was. But that's where the soup and the tomato and mutts came in. Because if you remember, the first year, that didn't happen until towards the end. Yeah. Because I started to realize what you were concerned about. Yeah, dude. I was eating like I mean, 4,000 calories well, and drink. Yeah. You still had the mozzarella cheese. Yeah. Know. Okay. It's, it's That's not good for you. Much isn't, much isn't <laughs> good for you. Don't come at me like, oh, but I had this healthy snack in between. I'm not like, saying <laughs> it's a healthy snack, Scott. What I'm saying is fresh tomato and mutts is way better than mac and cheese bites. Fair. Fair. That's, that's all. That's all I'm trying to say. Okay. All I'm right. no. I'm no fucking. I'm no vegan. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not a vegan. <laughs> Definitely not a vegan. Could you ever date a vegan? No. Yeah, me neither. No. I thought like, about it like years like, ago. My go-to thing is like, oh, let's get dinner. I'm like, what yes. the fuck are you gonna eat? Like, yes. <laughs> like I take you to get fucking like spaghetti every night. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, which is fine. I, mean, I like it. I like spaghetti. Food, yeah. <laughs> want to have it every night <laughs> well i'll say what happens you know what's crazy all she could eat is that fresh tomato and mutts that's the only item on the new bridge menu <laughs> like, she the fucking new bridge i'll do <laughs> like, that nice little cheap dinner too that's fine oh my goodness <laughs> yeah no that's the kind of stuff i think about i'm like well how's my family supposed to have you over for dinner oh, like yeah. yeah mom and dad like i'm <laughs> gonna bring becky but my like she's a, a vegan so you have to make an entire meal special for her. My dad would be like, what's a vegan? What's a- <laughs> <laughs> you know, I bet the last time LeBron missed the playoffs, vegans didn't exist. They definitely weren't as vocal. Yeah. Like, you know, like they definitely didn't have blogs that made $100,000 a year. 
Um, that's crazy. They make that much. That's fucking crazy. Some blogs, man. Some people just blog about eating plants and they make a living. <laughs> and all, that's the thing. It's like, I'm not trying. I don't know about you. I'm not trying to like hate on vegans. No, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. It's like, just like amazing how you could have a life choice make you like this much money. <laughs> like you would have just one day chose like, I'm just not going to eat this thing. And now you're rich. And now you're like, fucking loaded. <laughs> you know what it is, man? It's just putting it out there. Some people can just are lucky enough and talented enough. They can literally just throw themselves out there and people will just follow them. Yeah. And I guess like everybody wants to belong. And I guess vegans are such a very tight knit group. Well, they have to be. Yeah. So I guess that's why those bloggers do so well. Because then the vegans come out and they're like, we, we support this, <laughs> the green goddess, the vegan goddess. You know, they always have like vegan or green in their name. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, because they have to let you know. You ha- yeah, you have to know on the like. surface that they're a fucking <laughs> vegan. What do they eat at the ballpark? Um, you can't have ice cream. That's from a cow. Probably nothing, dude. Probably not. That's what can I'm saying. Can you have fries? You can have fries. That's not bad. That's not bad. A pretzel? You can have a pretzel. Okay. That could be vegan. <laughs> <laughs> I have fries and I have beer. That's a good question. I think it actually depends on the beer. I think there are some beers that are vegan friendly and some that aren't. All right. Well, I mean, I don't drink that expensive kind of beer, so I'm sure I'll be fine. I mean, yeah. I'm sure Miller Lite is vegan. You know what's crazy, man? It's like vegetarian is so much easier and more attainable. Like I, there are times like... I, I couldn't do either of them. So you couldn't I do mean, either of them? No. I've no. had times where I've gone vegetarian for a month just because like, I'll do fucking anything for 30 days except veganism. But It's <laughs> <laughs> good to know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not so bad, man. Like being a vegetarian isn't so bad. Um, I eat vegetarian at least like three or four days a week. But like, what do you eat? Because like, I'm in my mind, I'm like, I'll, I'm going to have salad and like I'll have some falafel. And I said, like, can you have pizza when you're a vegetarian? Yeah, you can have, yeah, pizza. have pizza when you're vegetarian. All right, but it's vegan, you can't have pizza. Vegan, you can't have pizza because right. the cheese comes from a cow. All right, I, I'm out. I'm making myself self really stu- myself sound really stupid, but that's fine. Any, <laughs> anything for the watch. Well, dude, you're, <laughs> well, dude, you're, you're, you're a sports commentator. You're not a, you're not a nutritionist. I'm definitely no scientist. That is, that is for sure. <laughs> well, vegans ain't scientists. Science was not my. Well, no, side. there's probably vegan scientists. Nowadays, there is. Yeah, they're but making, being a they're vegan, making 200k a year. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but being a vegan doesn't make you a scientist. Uh, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. No. I wouldn't know. I'm not a vegan. <laughs> yo, imagine I just like started going vegan. And I was like, yo, Scott. So I've been coming up with all these algorithms and shit. And I think I figured out the earth is flat. <laughs> all right, Kyrie. <laughs> I think I, should, I think that's going to be my new brand. I'm going to be a flat earth vegan. You think I can get over? You think flat earth vegan can get over? That's like a, n- a totally new type of species right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the thing. You could do flat earth vegan who's chip gang. Now that's a new species. But if you're a chip gang, like, wouldn't you be smart enough to know that flat Earth doesn't exist? See, here's the thing, Scott. I feel like even when you have the chip, you can still mm. lie to yourself. Because mm. I feel like a lot of flat Earth people. That's true. The ones who say they know. Like, if you wanted to question flat Earth, I'll have the conversation with you. Fuck it. Whatever. We don't We don't have to. Have we're we're not going to do that. Yeah, okay, we're not going to go down that road. <laughs> I'm just making a more broad point of, like, if you come at me, and if someone came at me and was like, bro, the Earth's flat. I know. I'd be like, go for a walk. <laughs> but like, if you came up to me and were like, dude, you think the earth might be flat? And then we talk about it for five minutes and laugh that we're assholes and move on with our lives. Yeah. I'm all I for that. I can see that one. I'm all for that. 
completely forgot where I was going with this. I don't, I don't even remember what we were talking about. I we, yeah, I mean, don't either. think it was about sports, though. It was definitely not about sports. Oh, we, I said I was a Celtic fan. You're a Celtic fan, and we spiraled into vegans. vegan flat earth. Oh, so yeah. let's Celtic spiral green. back up. Celtic green, vegan green. It all, Celtic, it exactly. all, it all comes, intertwines right there. It's all there. one thing. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so the, the Rockets are going to beat the war, uh, Raptors in the NBA Finals. That's my prediction. So you yep. got... Those are your NBA predictions. I want mm-hmm. more MLB predictions from you. We got okay. a bunch of Pat's MLB predictions, but I yep. assume the two of you don't align on everything. Yeah, I mean, so. oddly enough, we kind of did. Um, I One thing I didn't agree, I thought that I would pick the Mets before the season started to finish fourth instead of third. You son of a bitch. But not like a disrespectful fourth. Like, son of a Like a, a very close fucking yankee fan no don't do this don't ask my opinion <laughs> and then be like no you're wrong because you're a yankee fan. no don't fucking do that <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing the flat earth thing but go, go on go on i i just i thought the <clears throat> i thought the braves have more talent than the mets and that's fair uh, yeah I, and honestly like some oh, we gotta of, talk about Acuna, but some we'll, we'll get some of the mets that. problems i was like you know they're not gonna stay healthy though like that's that i couldn't let that leave my mind in my scott we in my fired thought process. Ray ramirez we're gonna be fine yeah apparently the yankees got him with all their fucking injuries <laughs> right now um but that that was really the only one that i remember disagreeing with him on was the and not and that was like nothing that's, that's minuscule who do you got in the world series then let's go let's go big picture um, I have to be a homer and say the Yankees in the World Series. And um before the season I thought it was gonna be the Cubs. Um, so I'll I'll go Yankees Cubs. I'll stay true to that. That'd be hopefully. a classic World Series, man. Yeah. I Yankees think that's literally one of MLB's like wet dreams in the making. <laughs> is like Yankee Cub World Series. Yankees Cubs. Yankees Dodgers will be like a will probably be like the number one wet dream for them, but Yankees Cubs will not be far behind. Yankees Dodgers would be next level. Yeah. Oh that would goodness. be a lot of fun too to watch. Um, I would, I would actually love that as a baseball fan. Yeah. Maybe not so much as a Mets fan, but as a baseball fan, I'd fucking love that. Yeah, it'd be cool. I have Judge and Bellinger on the same stage, and then you got uh, Seager and Didi and Glaber on the same on the same page. Like that'd be good. That'd be good. Well, both pretty good bullpens. What do you think? I don't see. I, I here's the thing. It's like I think the Red Sox are just gonna do it again. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. I think the Red Sox do it again. Okay. I don't even know what National League team I'd pick at this point. It seems like a pretty open bracket to me. Mm-hmm. Not that the American League isn't, but I don't know something about these Red Sox in the 21st century, Scott. They know how to win. It's very new to me. Yeah, I it's mean they're, they're struggling out the gate, even worse than the Yankees are, which is really the only thing keeping, keeping you going. It's keeping Yankee fans from like completely losing their shit. Because like <laughs> if the Red Sox were like eight and two, and we were where we were, like it would be Yankee Twitter would fucking blow up. It would probably destroy the world. Jesus. So I mean we're lucky. I mean Chris Sale still does not look completely right. David Price, who knows what you're gonna get. Nathan Avaldi is a good pitcher. But they have no bullpen, like at all. They went to the off, went through the offseason with such arrogance, be like, we don't need a bullpen because we have starting pitching. Well, your starting pitching may suck, or might even fucking get hurt. Yeah, and I think their plan is they have enough to get to the playoffs, 
And, then and they once, think they're going to catch they, fire. And once they get to the playoffs, they'll put their starters in the bullpen like they did last year. Uh, when they have Evaldi in there and they had Porcello able to come out in the bullpen. And they'll and they'll win games like that. I think that's the strategy that they're going for, going with right now. I mean, it's hard to to argue. It's hard to know for sure, but it's definitely hard to disprove. Like it, it really looks like that's what they're doing. Interesting. All right, let's hop sports for a second because there was something in particular mm. I stayed away from for this podcast because yes, you dude. hit yeah you hit me up yes. about Conor McGregor. And the day you hit me up, I like to do my YouTube feed. All my feeds just wanted to tell me about Conor McGregor. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm going to save it for the podcast. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I'm in the dark. So I'll preface this by saying I am not a UFC fan. The only Conor McGregor fight I ever watched was the one Mayweather? against Floyd with oh, you. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, which wasn't really much of a fight. I it know. was for the first few rounds. Yeah. I was I mean, freaking out those first few rounds. So he has this tiff with, uh, what's his name? Habib Norma, Norma Gomorov. I think I said that Close right. Close enough. <laughs> Close enough. So the other day, I I don't know when in, when this actually came out. But this is when I heard it the other day. Um, ESPN discovered a deleted tweet from McGregor. And it was a picture of Habib at his wedding, at Habib's wedding with um with his wife and they are muslim from what i remember so she's fully veiled gotcha so conor mcgregor posts the picture and writes your wife's a towel how long ago did he did he post that well he deleted it oh yeah i'm sure he did yeah yeah yeah. Uh, i mean i found out about it like last week so i don't know if it was like really old and espn dug it up or if like damn your wife's a towel like was that what he said towel your wife's a towel towel. and he added bro in there you know for conor mcgregor's you know real stylistic points right there yeah yeah i mean it just made me so mad like this has nothing to do with sports but like on the sports side like you got your fucking ass kicked dude like whooped whooped he got choked out like you like first of all habib was probably so happy after all the shit mcgregor does to him and like his family and his team to like literally have him in your arms just choking him out and he has to beg the ref to stop. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a great fucking win for Habib. But like... Well, dude, you know what I said? Look, I understand that in the UFC, like I watch the UFC pretty regularly. I wouldn't call myself a fan. I'm not like actively looking at UFC news sites to yeah. what's happening. I just watch the fights. Um, trash talking is a big part of it. Trash talking makes it fun. It hypes it yeah. up. I get that. Leave people's families out of it. No, yeah. We, that's well, where I'm at. Even if you want to bring someone's family into it, like, that's here or there. But, like, what he said, like, that's just fucking stupid. Like, that's terrible. Like, the all the all the bad shit that goes on in this world, and you have this platform of being super well-known, super well-liked for whatever fucking reason blows my mind, but whatever, he's super well-liked. He has this platform to really, like, make a difference in people's lives. And, like, I'm not saying, like, athletes and everyone has to be, like, role models to everyone. But, like, use your platform for good. Like, you don't have to be, like, you know, a fucking saint. But, like, don't be spreading this, like, racist shit all around and just laughing it off. Like, what if, like, your son came home and said that about someone? You're going to be like, oh, you know. Said that about someone at school. Yeah, like, oh, you know, that's really funny. No, don't be a fucking actual person and not a jackass. And, like, it's, it's amazing. Like, the world we live in today, like, the fact that he's, like, so celebrated. And he just says shit like that and does racist shit all the time. You know what it is, man? It's like we romanticize champions for their athletic prowess without considering who they might be off the field or out of the ring. 
Yeah. Um, so but then he shows you and he gets all the chances that's, again. That's kind of where I'm... See, he lost me. It's like, look, I'll watch a Connor fight, but like, I'm not a Connor fan. He lost me, though, when he pulled that stunt in New York... Went yeah. through the dolly through the fucking bus and hurt. He injured other fighters and like got glass yeah. in one dude's eye. It's like, dude, what? Are you, why are you coming after your own? Yeah. Like, I understand fighters compete against one another, but at the end of the day, you're all under the same umbrella. Right. Like, would you want somebody to injure you with a dolly? No. No. I hope not. Look, and I understand. Look, <laughs> I, get, I get it. I love. I love the quote unquote pro wrestling aspect of UFC. I love it yeah. when you can successfully build a rivalry between two fighters. But it doesn't need to go to, like, no. levels of insulting somebody's wife while simultaneously insulting those person's beliefs. And whatever comments you have about people's beliefs, keep them to your fucking self. Um, and as they come to injuring other fucking fighters. Yeah. Throwing shit Dude, through glass. It's insane. And, like, it was his wedding day. That's, 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 you that's had, such a low He, low, he had low, such dude. a way up to, like, be a good person. Be like, oh, you know, like, congratulations or whatever. No, he's just, you know, let his true character shine of the asshole that he was. No, and you don't say that kind of shit. It's man. just ridiculous. You don't say I was that kind of shit. I was in Boston and uh I went to the St. Patrick's Day parade and he he was there. Connor was there. He had his whiskey company or whatever that or you think he's like the face of it or whatever. And like people were going fucking nuts and I'm just like Dude just bailed himself out of jail last week. What are you going <laughs> fucking nuts for? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, dude, idol, idol worship, man. It's a, I think it's a serious problem we have. Like, as uh, so, I hate saying things like as a society, but seriously, idol worship is a real problem we have. Yeah, you know, because you know what it is, dude. It's like people who love the sport probably got really attached to him and watching him come well, up because he made it. He made him, it huge. Yeah, and rise to a champion, and he became this pinnacle of success and this pinnacle of of winning in the sport of UFC. Yeah, it people. It's and then when you worship somebody like that, when you see them do wrong, you can you turn the other cheek so easily. Yeah, and that's, that's what a lot of these people are doing. No, it's it's terrible. That's terrible. That's all I wanted to say. Honestly, let's have some fun. That's fair. <laughs> we can have some fun. I mean, we can still we could we could rip on fucking Conor McGregor for fun. Yeah, dude's probably got. That's a tiny, really all I got. Though. Dude's probably got a tiny dick. Uh yeah. What is what is it that what is it that you think actually drives people to be fighters? What is um, it? Oh, you think it's like the Dvorsky thing with motorcycles? Like they're compensating? The compensating? No, yeah. I don't think. Shout uh, out Nick Dvorsky. Shout out Nick right Dvorsky. <laughs> um, I think there's, there's obviously some who are compensating, but I wonder where. Because, like, I don't know. Man. Well, it's I don't a know. crazy like, way to make a living, don't I feel you like think? Fighting is like a good workout. So maybe you're just like an ultra gym rat. And maybe you're, you're an adrenaline like, junkie. Yeah, like yeah. A, something like that. I don't, I don't know. Otherwise, like. I don't know why would you, so few you would want to get your ass kicked it. for a living. Like, so, why, why would you want to do that? I don't get it. Because do so few of those people even make it to that point where they can make a living off And they'll of make it. it for, like, what, four years and then that's it? Drop off. I mean, it's basically the same as the NFL. So, I mean, <laughs> you know. But it's like the people who don't make it, it's like you completely wrecked your body and your brain the whole way up. Yeah. Like, because you're taking blows to the head any way you look at it. Unless yep. you're, like, more of a... Like, I know, like, Ronda Rousey got her start, start she was a jiu-jitsu champion in the Olympics. Right. Um. So there weren't any real, like, blows to the head. Yeah. So I could see how, like, that, maybe that's a transition, but, but I was... all it takes is one time to face one fighter who will attack you like that, and that's all that's you need. It. Like, you Bro, don't need it to happen multiple times. All I needed to see, all I needed to see as a person was that Anderson Silva fight. Oh, where yeah, his fucking yeah, yeah. leg came off, like, <laughs> oh! Yeah, no, that's, that should not happen. 
Should not happen. Makes me thankful for my, you know, my desk job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fucking love being an accountant, right? <laughs> not not, not going to fucking deal with my fucking getting concussions or getting my fucking shin uh, snapped. I got carpal tunnel sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that, I've actually got to stretch, dude. I'll gotta, take that. You got to stretch the yeah, fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to stretch the fingers Yeah, I try out. to. At least you got to try to. Yeah. You think, you think there are, I hope there's some, like, millennial scientists out there who are, like, hardcore working on fixing arthritis. Dude. Because given all the texting, it's gonna be like our yeah. parents got hit with arthritis. We're gonna get we're gonna get real smacked. fucked. That the video games. Yeah, we yeah, need people who are bad. on this. Well, it's funny. I had my friend um, Matt Petrovich who was on the mm-hmm. podcast a few months ago. Yeah, that was a that was a good episode. I love. Yeah, it was one episode. of my favorite episodes. Yeah. And he was talking about how like a way people in like PT in his field are making a living now is they're helping people like who are gamer like uh, mm-hmm. esports. Yeah, like they're dealing with their finger injuries, their hand injuries. Giving them exercises so they don't get carpal tunnel, so they don't get arthritis. Yeah, it's just so crazy. It's it's crazy to think like, you know, you just, like you go to like your parents, like mom, like I think I have to go to like PT because like I'm kind of like I'm like injured, and they're like, well, what'd you do? I, was like, oh, I just played a lot of video games, but like <laughs> the fact that like that's like an actual thing it's in a real today's thing. society is like is kind of cool. Like I played video games growing up, I still do. Like it's kind of it's kind of awesome. Well, it speaks to the industry, man. That gaming industry has grown so much. That there's now calls for those lines of work. People yeah. to come and essentially give physical therapy for people who either game too much or game for a living. Yeah. Yeah, um, those gamers make so much money. Dude, the people in esports <laughs> right now, man. And, like, people who Twitch actually make the most. That's the thing. Is Twitch streamers like Ninja make way more than, like, professional yeah, 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 esports yeah. I saw I saw a post about him about what he made and i it's i don't ridiculous. remember it, but it was it's just insane. it's just a disgusting amount of money yeah. and i say that in a good way good for ninja yeah um i almost want <laughs> actually I'll, I'll save that for off stream i have a, <laughs> I have a fun i have a funny idea i'm thinking of doing but there's no point in talking about it right now wow. i don't want somebody to jack my idea okay oh, is that that's not a like a play on what you're thinking of, right? No, no, okay, no, good. no. It's not a play okay. on thinking of. Okay, good. But we could talk about jacking no, off, Scott. No, I'm good. No, like, I'm I've really talked about like, jerking um, off several times on this podcast. I'm good, dude. Let's talk about uh, Robert Acuna instead. Now you just don't understand Acuna baseball. Acuna Jr.? I, don't, yeah. I understand baseball yeah. just fine, Scott. <laughs> I understand. And I understand, like, all right, for anyone listening, we're talking about the Acuna Jr. deal for the Atlanta Braves. They gave him, what, $100 million over eight years? Yeah. Okay. And for anyone else who's not in our group chat, Landy went off like a thirty text soliloquy. I kind of I never, did go off, which soliloquy. he never does. Usually with the begging man to his phone about his feelings <laughs> about this. So this is a monumental occasion, <laughs> both for Acuna and, and Nick for Landy. Nick Landy. <laughs> Got me to look at my phone. Um, now Acuna, for those of us, was the rookie of the year last year, and he yep. put up. In 115 games, he put up fantastic numbers. I think it was, what, 24 home runs, 67 RBIs. Like, really great fucking numbers. Um, So before we even played a game this season, the Braves went and signed him for 10 years, 8 years, at $100 million. Mm -hmm. I understand. It's a good living. The Braves, it's a great living. I'm happy for Acuna. (laughs) I never never come at athletes who make all this money. I'm happy for Acuna. Good for him. Mm -hmm. Him and his family will eat until the end of time. Yes. Now. I understand all that money isn't front-loaded on the contract, <laughs> that he didn't just get $100 million that day. That was my favorite response. When you were like, he you. didn't get the check like, today. Honestly, I was on he's the shitter. Gonna, I was on the shitter laughing it. my ass he's off. He's going to earn the money, Landy. I don't know what your problem is right well, my now. My thing is, man, like he's played 100 games. Okay. What if the league adjusts to him? What if he fucking blows out his knee and he's just done? 
You're going to give a guy who proved he could play great for 100 games $100 million. I understand that if Acuna Jr. turns into the player he showed himself to be rookie year, the Braves got to steal. Yeah. And that's what they're banking on. That's what they have to bank on. I get that. I get that. I I just don't think I'd ever take that risk. And look, I'm not a baseball GM. If mm-hmm. I was, maybe I'd feel differently. <laughs> I don't know, but it just it just seems it seems too risky to me to give a guy who's played a hundred games a hundred million dollars. See, I, I I do I agree that it's risky, but I think that they've they've had him for a while. In he's been in the system. They know his floor. They have they have a good idea of his floor. I should say they have a good idea of his ceiling. And I think the way they look at it is, even if he hits his floor, he's still worth that AAV that they're going to give him. And say like what like what you said is obviously the worst case scenario. Like he Definitely. blows out his knee, he can't play anymore. But even if he just like starts to like hit his floor or he's on the lower end of his potential, with that AAV, you could still move it. Like it's not one of those like, you know, you paid him way too early and you paid him way too much too early and then you're stuck. You know, it's not like a Jacoby Ellsbury or a Chris Davis contract that you're giving Acuna Jr. right now. It's backloaded, which we both agreed was the smart yeah. thing to do. And yeah, if he blows out his knee and can't fucking play, then yeah, the backload, it doesn't matter. It's going to fucking suck. I think, but I you think bank the thing that on concerns that not me, happening. I think what concerns me about that is like, and I I, I brought up that they have, uh, the Braves have like a hundred million dollar payroll. Yeah. And on the back end of Acuna Jr.'s deal, he's making an average of like 15 million a year. Now, say he is some, a useless prick at that point, which mm-hmm. as a Mets fan, that would delight me. No, nothing against Acuna. <laughs> eat, eat forever, Acuna. Get your money. Um, but losing like 10 to 15% of your salary cap to one contract of a guy who's mm-hmm. not playing is enough to set a team back. And maybe they could renegotiate it like the Mets did, Bonilla, <laughs> <laughs> and space it out so it doesn't fuck them in the immediate future. It's just, I don't know. But it's also not a salary cap. Like... They, yeah, it's a payroll. They can, they yeah, can bump I mean, the salary cap. They, but who they, knows how much money the Braves even have? Okay. But, like, who knows how much they're going to have? Like, if this team gets really good how they're supposed to be, the they can team cake. will have more money. They can cake. And this contract won't go as bad. Their payroll will go up the whole nine. So, it, it, I think they're, they're banking more on the team's success being able to absorb the possibility of this contract being way too rich, way too early in his career. And then, and hopefully it all just all works out for them. I mean, I took, I think they took a chance. I, I understand the it. risk. I, I understand the risk. I'm just hard on it because I guess I'm a little bit more fiscally conservative yeah. in my, in my well, brain. Yeah. Um, but I understand why they did it, but I don't think I, I just, would do it. <laughs> I mean, you got DeGrom for 130 million, like, yeah. And that guy's a stud. He's the best at what he does. And he's also older and a pitcher. Yeah, I know, I know. There's differences, but you got the you got who's arguably and with actually without question top three starting pitcher in baseball right now. Yeah, without doubt. I, you, I I go number one. I me too. I just I yeah. just didn't want to be a big dick Mets fan, but yeah, like no, I'll go you got one. the best pitcher in the game for 137 million over five years. It's a diff- mm-hmm. it's different you know construction. Yeah, and then you got this rookie of the year for 100 million. It's like, would you rather spend? Let's pretend they met in the middle somewhere. Let's say both yeah. Degrom and Acuna's contracts met at one hundred fifteen million. Mm-hmm. Who would you rather give the money to? Acuna. You'd rather give it to Acuna he's, over Degrom? Yeah. He's younger and a hitter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. 
I'm not saying like the girl wouldn't be worth it, like, but yeah, I, I would choose Acuna over the if, if I had to give it to only one player and I couldn't give it to another, I'll try to find another pitcher. I won't find another Jacob Degrom, but I'll try to find another pitcher. I'm a lockup. We'll we'll agree to disagree on that one. That's but fine. who knows? Acuna might end up being the best player in baseball, and the Braves might be paying him pennies compared to what Harper and Trout are They're, making and uh, Machado. There are people around baseball who say Trout is his ceiling. So, I mean, if he turns out to be that. If he turns out to be Trout, I'm going to be really upset. It's a steal. And I think even when this contract ends, I think he's still in his prime. Acuna. So yeah, no, no. A, if he'll he, get another one too. If he keeps up, if he keep, he'll get his he'll get his big check eventually. Um, yeah, to think this isn't even his big his big contract. No, this is it's almost a rookie deal at this point. Um, what was I gonna say? Speaking of Harper and mm-hmm. Trout, what do you think of their contracts? I mean, I think Harper just he wanted the years, he wanted the total contract value. Um, I don't think it's a bad deal for the Phillies. I think, um, I think what it told me is that they believe the National League will eventually get a DH because Bryce Harper is not the type of fielder I want out there when he's 35, even when he's 35. I mean, you could argue if the NL had a DH, he'd be be DHing right now. now. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously also to protect your investment, but I th- that's what that told me, to be honest. Like, I, I think that... I'm scared because this fucking Manfred guy will happen. do it. This Manfred guy will do it at the fucking... The, the oh, so you don't want it to happen. I don't want an NLDH, man. Why? No. What do you why? mean, why? <laughs> what do you mean, why? <laughs> I like the chess match. Okay. I mean, that, I understand. I know, I know. I, I I'm passionate, like, Scott. I'm passionate. You got to deal with me. But, like, <laughs> what happens when Cano's at the end of his deal and can't play the field anymore? You're gonna want. We made our bed. We made our bed, and we have to sleep in it. Okay, I mean that's fair. That's a that's kind of a dumb way to think about. I don't think it's a dumb way to think about it. How many years do we have Cano for? What's even the What's even the contract? We don't have him until he's like 45. No, but he's gonna be like 38. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he still plays the field like pretty well now. He's not what he used to be, obviously, but he plays the the field well now. How much worse could it get? He could have zero How range. much worse could it get? You're going to come at me about Cano's defense, and that's why I'm, I'm going to want a DH? I'm not saying he's <laughs> he's bad at defense. I'm just saying when he's older and he get, and he loses a step. We made our bed, and we'll sleep in it. I don't think a DH belongs in the National League. One, okay. because I like that the leagues are different. I don't, I'm See, not I saying... Don't, I don't like that. that that's, that's where we differ. And that's fair enough. If I could have it my way, though, because, you know, my way is the best way, um... There would be no DH, period. I like that there's a difference between the two leagues. One mm-hmm. is a DH and one doesn't. Um, but, no, man. I like that the pitcher... in the, Just the pitcher being in the lineup involves more strategy, mm-hmm. more critical thinking on a manager's point, things like double switches, when to bunt, or sometimes you have a pitcher... Like, you're going to take away Jacob deGrom's home runs. Those are some of the most exciting plays for <laughs> for a Mets fan. See, see I'm with you. You know I what think, I'm saying? I think that... My main thing is it should be uniform across baseball. Like I don't, I don't like the two different, um, different rules. Like the well, American why? Why, why? Because when you go to the World it? Series and the biggest games of the year, they're played under different rules. That's fucking stupid. I think I think that makes it more. <laughs> see, that's the thing. I love that. It makes no, it more of a chess no, match. I would rather it. I would rather it be the same. And no, then, you know and why? Would, you know why? You know why? Because that's even better. That makes home field advantage all the more important. 
Because then if you got home field advantage, you get four games with your DH. And then the four games with the National League team has to come up with a DH. See, okay, so that that's fine. That, but like, I don't like, think I, love a that nas- shit. I don't think a National League team would mind having a DH instead of having to bat their fucking pitcher four times oh, a, a man, game. Man, I don't know. I don't know. It's like you know. You're like, telling me if you're a manager, you don't want to pencil in a nice because you know what, dude, you say that, right? Instead you of your that. fucking pitcher in the nine hole, you say that, but then it's like, yeah, well, the other team has to lose their pitcher too. Because as much as like you're saying, like, oh, it sucks when you have your pitcher okay, come so up. So you'd four rather times. have your opponent lose something than you gain something. I or you think them losing something is actually you gaining? No, it's neither. Because if they lose their pitcher, you lose your. You know, it's it's weird. I feel like we're a little. I'm a little tangled up in my head. In this no, because if the if the American League team loses their DH in Game Seven of the World Series, and you're and the they National have to League play, team, they have to bat a pitcher. You gained something as the National League team because the they lost League. their DH. Yeah. Correct. Okay. I, I just I just think it should be uniform so that doesn't decide thing. I mean, I, I would love to like look back and see if it actually you made Yankees a, and everything being uniform. Can't have mustaches. You can't have wait. Actually, That's didn't stupid. they get rid of that? That's fucking stupid. You can't have facial hair. You can't have facial hair as a Yankee. Much. Yeah. Piss me. I mean, I can't grow any song of a fuck, but <laughs> like it's still like maybe you were born to be a it's Yankee. It's so fucking stupid that they can't like like baseball is doing this whole thing this year. Like let the kids play. Like let the kids fucking play. Grow a fucking beard. Let him grow a beard. Let him have some character. Let him have some character. Exactly. What does it matter? I don't... Let the boys play. I don't understand. What do you think? Let's get off... We obviously disagree on the DH thing, and I feel Mm -hmm. like we both stated our cases. What do you think of Manfred as a commissioner? Uh, What do you think of his latest new rules that he passed? Um, Do any of them bother you? Do any of them... Are there any of them you particularly really like? Yeah, I mean, I don't like any of them, really. Um, well, I mean, the one that, the one that sticks out to me is the, the bullpen rule that's going to be next year with the, you can't phase one batter. Yeah. That's the worst rule. I mean, like you just took away jobs from, from players like, like some some people, that's all they have in baseball is that, is that one, one out. What was it? What was his name? Mike Myers? The lefty? You come in to face David Ortiz and shit? Yeah. Hang around because they have that one, that one role that seems like, you know what? You'll be worth it. Because you could take out that one guy. Yeah. And like, I love that, dude. The specialist first, the world beater is one of my favorite things about baseball. Yeah. And I mean, like, as a, what, but then I go back and forth with it because, like, sometimes, like, those biggest outs, when you bring in that specialist, it's with two outs. Some, like, a lot of the time. A lot of the time. So, like, if yeah. you get that guy, if you do your job, you still, you come out because the inning ended. It's just that my problem is, like, it's all coming from a place, and Manfred said this himself, it's all coming from a place of wanting to speed up the game. Right, which that does not speed up the game. I just don't, it barely speeds up the game. No. I just don't get, it's like, why cater to people who don't watch the sport? I said this the last time I was on, if they want to speed up the game, they should just fucking call strikes. <laughs> and make make hitters swing. Like, that'll that'll work. I don't think the game <laughs> needs speeding up. I think it's... I, I, nothing's perfect I would but it's like great it. just I would the way like it, it is to be a little a little faster a little faster or the 15 minutes do you really need 15 minutes sometimes when you're there i think you do bro i'm sad when i leave i, I, I want the games to yeah, be me longer. too because i go on the fucking subway and then you know go to penn station and take the train home fair <laughs> fair enough but no nah, man I, I don't think the game needs speeding up i think it's a patient person's game there's a lot going on in between every pitch um i don't know it just seems I just hate see, speeding not, up, like changing baseball for people who hate baseball. That's yeah, because they're not worried about you. They already have you. They do. And have They're not me. going anywhere. They do have me. 
Well, we'll see, Scott. You're not going anywhere. They keep Stop up bullshit. It. They may. Stop who knows it. how far they'll go, Scott? Stop it. For, Stop first, it. it's the DH, right? First, it's the DH. You give You're them a fucking inch, they take a mile. You're not going anywhere. You no. love the Mets too much. You don't know that. I okay. do love the Mets You're not going way anywhere. too much. You can't. Like, they have you. You're hooked. Hook, line, and sinker. Hook, line, and sinker, huh? Yeah, dude. Well, you know what? They don't completely have me because I don't have cable. <laughs> I pirate the games. So fuck you, MLB. I got the MLB app. You got the MLB app? Yeah, so I got I pay like $2 a month or whatever it is to just listen to the games. Sweet. Yeah, which is which is That's good. That's pretty cool. Not a bad deal. No, cuz I don't I don't need the one that I could watch. Like I got the Yankees. Like I got yes, they're on all the time. Well, I, I think what's crazy is like don't they box you out like MLB.tv? Don't they box you out of like Mets and Yankees games because of the restrictions? No, I don't think so. The cable companies. I feel like I've had that problem. Before. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't get boxed out with the with the radio. Yeah, so I'm, I just, I think I'm going based off different. that. I don't. Yeah. I don't really know about the TV, but they do give you uh, one free game a night to watch on TV. That's cool. Uh, I mean, they they tell you which game it is. Which yeah, is, you, you don't know, get whatever. to pick. Yeah. yeah, but like some it was. I think the other night it was Yankees Astros. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, they cool don't movie. they don't yeah, give you cool. shit, you know, which is good. You know, like they don't give you like fucking White Sox Royals. Yeah. Well, who wants to watch that? Not me. Well, I guess if you want to see Machado. But that's Why? one player. But he's on the Padres. Oh fuck! <laughs> fuck! I mixed up. Why did I think he was on the White Sox? Because <laughs> the White Sox signed everyone that they thought would convince me. <laughs> and they were, they like, were going no. hard for him in the offseason. They signed his brother-in-law. And they thought it would work. I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to be with my that brother-in-law. Like, dude. Yes. Like, what if? What if you don't like your brother-in-law? Okay, yeah, but like, hey, what if you're not like a like Conor McGregor? Like, what if you're not a good guy and you go out to like the fucking club, and you're like cheating on your wife? Like, you want your brother-in-law right there with you? Fair <laughs> enough. Machado's probably the kind of guy to do that too. I, mean, I don't know about that. I'm not gonna. No, I'm gonna. gonna I'm just gonna assume character. that Manny Machado is just a piece of shit. I'm just gonna assume <laughs> that he's absolute trash human being. He clubs baby seals. I've seen it. I've Damn. seen it. No, nah, man, I wanted that guy nowhere near my near my team. So I'm still in like hate Manny Machado mode yeah. because like so many Mets fans are like we gotta get Machado. See, I'm kind of gotta get Machado. I'm kind of torn about whether I should go to the stadium when we play the Padres when the Padres come in because I don't I don't know how I feel because I, I really mean? I really like Manny Machado. You really like Manny Machado? I yeah. fucking hate that guy. Yeah, um, and I'm just so happy that he's not not on the Orioles anymore. Yeah. Because he killed us. Good for you, right? Killed you guys us. lost Machado. We got fucking We Harper. got him far, far away where we will probably never see him. Different league, different coast. <laughs> different it just so that. happens we're playing the NL West this year. You That's know, hilarious. I'm sure Machado, that, Machado looked at the schedule before he decided where to sign. He was like, yep, I'm definitely going to the NL West. <laughs> definitely want to take an East Coast trip to face <laughs> the Definitely going to face CC one last time. Is he Does he like crush CC? Yeah, he kills, he kills him. Yeah. And Longoria kills him, too. Oof. It's a bad combo. Yeah. That was probably the happiest day of my life was when Longoria left the Tampa Bay Rays. Man, it's so crazy. So excited. I think they said officially this year there are no more players left from uh, the 20th century. All players really? who... Really? Yeah, I think all players who played a game in 1999 are gone. Every oh, last pl- one. oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I don't know why. I thought you meant like born in the 20th century. Like, no, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's not possible. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We got another like 25 years before we're there. Yeah. But yeah, pretty much. I, I'm, and I could be wrong. I don't know. But everyone who played a game wow. in 1999 is out of the league now. They're all gone. And I'm trying to think of some of the older players. Like Pujols, CC. Pujols didn't play in 99. Yeah, I don't think CC either. No. Wow, that's awesome. That's incredible. Like a whole new league. Jesus Christ. It's a whole new league from when we were kids. Wow. 
That's pretty crazy. Well, look, man, we got like five minutes left. I don't yeah. know if you want to talk trash about anyone on the softball team. Dude, if you want no, to do anything man. like that. We had a huge fucking come from behind win it on Sunday. It was epic dude. as fuck. That was big for us. That was big. That was big. Well, that there's a trend, big. man. We seem to be a little, it's spring training, but we seem to be like really off our beat in game one and game two. We seem to find it. That happened last yeah. week, too. I felt, I felt we had a much yeah, better game two like than game just, one. like we focus more in game two. Yeah. Like, I feel like... Everyone's awake. Everyone starts I feel like coming, we don't, too. I feel like we have that, like, we don't want to get swept mentality going on right now, <laughs> even though we got swept week one, but, um, yeah, no. I mean, I, I, was, I was happy with how we played. We didn't make any errors in the field, really. We looked pretty good out there. Joe was having a fucking day A day at first, at first base, base dude. man. Dude, having that hard day. liner? Yeah. That was a hard line. I thought it was going to go straight I to told, Abrams out I there. I told him, I was like, dude, just play the line. Like, he's pulling it. Yeah. He was, and he listened. So I'm not saying like you know I'm taking the credit for that out, but saying, like, <laughs> <you know. laughs> no, um, no, we had a we had a good time out there. I love our team. We yeah, no, we were we were we were killing it. We were killing it. And if I, the last time I was here, I told you I was playing in an overnight uh, softball tournament in Connecticut. Yeah. So I ended up not playing in that one, but I played in another one, and it was indoors. And. <sighs> uh yeah i mean i didn't know it was overnight like my friend was like yeah like it starts at like seven and you'll we'll probably be done at like 2 a.m like all right you know, that's not that's not bad like that's assuming like we win every game we make the yeah. final which you know hopefully that won't happen i got back to my friend's house connecticut like five in the morning <laughs> <laughs> it was a super long uh Woo! a super long day but uh but no it was cool like we played indoors obviously so it was like off the walls like everything really off the ceiling oh come on Dude, it was cool it was Sounds really epic it was really cool it was for um a fundraiser um it's even better yeah it was it was really cool what are you um, raising money for um there was there's this um kid who usually plays like in their like softball week um and he passed away um so we were Little raising yeah they're yeah. raising money to um to pay back his family for like the the cost of like the wake and, and stuff like that gotcha um, that's cool yeah I, mean, I have no idea who the kid is but i mean he, there were i think eight teams there and there was a bunch of spectators like he was uh, he was definitely well well liked in, well-liked. That, in that community so um it was a lot, it was a lot of fun a lot that's of fun. awesome man yeah that's really cool well, listen, we got to wrap it up. I don't oh. know if you want to if you want to give your last little pitch. What's coming on from the end of the bench? What people can expect from you? Just give it to them. Give them the full slice. Um all right, yeah. So, the NBA playoffs are starting. Um I'm going to come out with uh playoff previews, um, you know, breaking out, breaking down each matchup. Um definitely in the first round, probably continue as they go. Um so those will be coming out soon. Um uh, baseball is pretty quiet. I mean, obviously, we're not going to react to like every little game man game thing that goes on. Um, but when something big happens, we're going to be all over it. Um, you know, I would like to thank everyone who's been reading, uh, Pat and Tyler for putting together really good work. Um, and I just hope to keep it coming to you guys. And uh, I look forward to our our Met outing, me, you, and Pat. Yeah, that's gonna be a good that's time, man. Good Was that time. May eleventh, Saturday? May 11th, Saturday? Oh yeah, I'm yeah. hyped. Yep. We'll have a good time. Yep, I picked a shitty team, so hopefully you guys. Hopefully get to we see can a get win. a win. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not count on it, but uh, dude, well, it's the Marlins. So I mean, come on now. <laughs> we're just terrible against the Marlins, so we're probably gonna Orioles, lose. So. But anyway, everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you go to www.theendofthebench.com. Get real fans' take on real things happening in sports. 
definitely want to check it out. Again, thank you for listening. And Scott, thank you for coming on again. Always, buddy. Hell yeah. It's off the charts. What would you be like? What would you be like?